Behind every song is a voice, and every voice is a story. The journeys behind the voices brings life to the music that shapes each of us. Brought to you by Visible Music College and in partnership with the largest online Christian music site new release today, this is Behind the Tunes, and I am your host, Austin Black. Together, we will explore those journeys, the journeys behind the artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Our guest today is Devin Westbrook. We'll explore the journey of this native Memphian, of how the pursuit of one passion came up empty, but it led to his greatest passion, how car rides with his dad were never just rides in the ever-popular Rapid Fire. today with Devin Westbrook. Devin is an artist with Madison Line Records with a new single out, Calling Your Name. Devin, thanks for being here today, man. Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure. Now, you are a student in the studios here where we are today, Visible Music College. Right. You're from Memphis. Correct. All right, how did you find your way to Visible, even though you're in Memphis? Right. I know, right? Even though I'm in Memphis, you get, you'd be surprised. Nobody in Memphis knows about Visible. <laughs> Visible is like this hidden gem. It's like Hogwarts. You just gotta like, <laughs> or like, uh, like Wakanda or something. Like you, you don't know. It's like right under your nose. And it don't matter how long you've been here. It's just there. I just kind of happened to have a friend who had a friend who attended here, and I was just, uh, I was tagging along with him to the studio. Um, he was like, well, I was like, where we going? He was like, we going to, uh, he actually, he didn't tell me where we were going. We just showed up. We just kind of rolled along. He said, you want to uh, go to the studio? I was like, yeah, I'll go. It was my first time. I'd never been to the studio before. I was like, yeah, I'll go. Um, so we came, it happened to be here and we, we walked up to the door and instantly the first thing I know, well, first I saw the, the big old sign, visible music college. I was like, what is this? Like I, I was going to university of Memphis at the time. So I was like, what is this? He's like, this is a music school. I was like, in Memphis? Because <laughs> all you hear about is Berkeley. <laughs> right. Like, in Memphis? He's like, yeah. And then he said it was a Christian school. I was like, what? So I was like thrown all the way back. Um, and then we got to the door and it had this little key card like entryway. So mm-hmm. I, for me, like at, at like 18 and 19, you don't see nothing like that in Memphis. Like you got to keep, y'all get key cards? <laughs> like you got like special access to get in. It was like late at night. So it was this cool little, it was just this like cool little experience um, I had never kind of been a part of and we you know that's how i kind of discovered it but i forgot about it after that okay i hadn't been around we left the studio that night and i went back to my normal day my normal life um and it it just you know we went about went about life and it just kind of faded into the background and about a year later um like i said i was at university of memphis i was studying art education at the time okay um and that just wasn't going it wasn't going well at all. Um, I just was very unhappy with that. It's not what it wasn't what I wanted to do in the first place. So I felt kind of empty about it and was looking for a kind of a transition. Um, and my stepmother actually uh, suggested it. She was like, "Hey, maybe you should think about uh, transferring to Visible Music College." And when she she texted that to me actually, and I was I looked at the text and I was like, "I'm going there." Yeah. Like I don't even have to. Ain't ain't no no thinking about it. that's that's where I'm going. So I did the research. Um, I read everything there was to read on the website. I read Ken's bio. Yeah. 
like down to the wire. Like I read everything. I was that excited and had my had my audition and and I ended up here. The rest is history. So how long were you at Memphis University? Of Memphis. Three years. Here for three years. Three so years. You come to Visible. So how long have you been here now? Three years. All right. All right. <laughs> so you, the light is at the end of the tunnel. It's a, yeah. Your worship leadership major. Did yeah. you begin in worship leadership? I did. Time? All right. I and did. So, so now you told me just a moment ago that, that you grew up in a pastor's home. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, was was that influential in getting you into music? No, not at all. Um, actually, I come from a musical, creative, artistic family. Okay. So it's just embedded in me. Uh, we have a a long history. My my granddad was a traveling musician. Um, my dad was my both of my par- my parents actually met each other at church and they sang in the same choir. Okay. Um, as well as my stepmother, they all all of them. You know, we just kind of I grew up around music. Um, like my earliest memories of life were at re- choir rehearsals. My parents' choir rehearsals. Yeah. Um, my dad was a huge. He's a huge. He's not very like. He's not. He doesn't call. He doesn't look at himself as a singer. Um, even though he sang in the choir, he's not much of a singer. But he's a. He is a musical buff. He's a music buff, and like I remember uh, riding in the car all the time, um, and this is what he would do. Like he would, he would because he loved music so much. He would quiz us on what we were listening to. <laughs> like for real, we would just ride in the car, and he would literally play like the first five seconds of like the first three seconds of an intro, and be like, "Stop! Who is that? What's the name? Who's the? What's the name of the song? What's the name of the person? Uh, like all of that. We would yeah. quit, and it would come at any time, so you had to be ready." <laughs> so it was you like zoned out in the back seat. You zoned out in the back seat. Next thing you know, the song stopped. Who was that? What's the name of the song? <laughs> uh, 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 Al Green. Uh, I don't know. Love and happiness. You know what I mean. So you yeah. stay, but because of that, you stay kind of. It it tuned your ear to always be. Mm. It I made it made me listen deeper, because I was I'm competitive, yeah. and I hated not knowing the answer to that question. Like you know what I mean. So it made me really hone it. Every time we was in the car, it was just, I'm going to know this one. Yeah. Like, so you listening all the time, very intently. So it trained my ear, kind of. So you grew up in a musical family. Mm-hmm. Dad's always quizzing you in music. Yeah. Things, you know. So, you know, as far as the musical side of it, was there somebody that just poured into you? Mm. Or was it just kind of along the way? It was just part of the journey you were on? No, I didn't want to do music at all. Really? No. My parents to tell you, my sisters were the first people who heard me sing. Okay. Um, and it was it was the two of it was two of them at the time. I have much more brothers and sisters now, but it was two of them at the time, and they were the only ones who knew. They were the singers. I was the artist. Okay. Um, I started drawing at a young age, maybe like around four. All right. Um, like I was drawing before I could write, All and so right. that's that's what everybody thought I was gonna do. That's what I thought I was gonna do. So I thought I was supposed to do, but um. Yeah, singing wasn't for me. That wasn't what dudes do. We don't sing. Okay. Yeah. So when did this light switch for you? Mm, I don't know. I I think maybe around the age of 12. Okay. I just, I don't know. Like, my sisters, my sisters helped me. Cause I had this, I had this really bad state. Actually, 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 I take this back. When I was about five years old, maybe six, I was in the school play. And I had an opportunity to showcase my my voice, mm-hmm. which I didn't know I could sing back then. All I knew was I had this lead part that my teacher gave me. Um, but the night of, I chickened out mm-hmm. and said that I forgot my lines and gave it to somebody else. Um, and so my parents never discovered it until about oh. until years later. 
Um, so yeah, I had bad stage fright from a young age. So is it really while you're at the University of Memphis, you're majoring in art because mm-hmm. that's what you wanted to be mm-hmm. or thought you wanted to be, and that's what you'd always done. Mm-hmm. Um, was it somewhere through there that finally you're like, no, like by this time I had already been singing. Okay. I was on the okay. praise team. Um, well, not while I was at the university, at least not the first couple of years. I I, I teetered, you know, I I, the, you know I those those I little minutes yeah. at college. I teetered and I found my way back to the church. But um, I started singing in the choir once they found out that I could sing. I told my stepmother I could sing, um, and she uh, she put me in. So we had this creative arts summer camp okay. um, that my parents uh, that they ran that they they started. It was called Kasase Creative Arts Camp for keeping the arts sacred allowing creative excellence it was okay. an acronym for that and at that at that camp we used to have talent showcases every year and this particular year we had no guys my age doing anything so she asked me hey like mind you i had never sung in public before my dad didn't know i could sing at this time so i was like and on one hand i was super excited to like you know surprise shock everybody yeah. like because nobody knew and then on this other hand i was like Yo, I'm terrified. <laughs> like I was, but I did it. I was up on stage, shake like my knees were shaking and everything. But I did it, and from that point, they forced me to join the choir. Okay, like against my will, <laughs> and I was kicking and screaming all the way there. Like I was hot about it. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't left yet. Yeah. So apparently, you know, apparently, it's that, apparently, they made the right call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the first album you bought? It's a completely unfair question. Yeah, because because I didn't I didn't buy my first albums. My parents used to buy us stuff. They bought us CDs. Um, when I had enough money to get myself something, I was out. I wasn't. It wasn't until high school, and by that time, iTunes was out, and so I was paying for iTunes. And I can't. I don't know. Um, I know you know. Musicians are supposed to remember stuff like this, but I don't really. I think it may have been a Chris Brown, a Chris right. Brown's album yeah. or something like that. All right, well, let me ask you this: Who were your influences musically growing up? Man, it, anybody, anybody, anybody from ranging from uh, Michael Jackson, obviously. Mm-hmm. You, you know the big three: Michael Jackson, Prince, mm-hmm. Stevie. Uh, Motown music yeah. was a huge. My dad was a huge Motown dude. Um, R and B soul, grown folks music, what they call. Yeah. Um, and then obviously hip hop. Um, and then you had these different sections of hip hop. So like down south, hip hop had a huge influence on me because I'm from Memphis. Yep. So Outkast, Andre 3000 is like my hero. Okay. Um, I didn't really do too much up north hip hop like true hip-hop i didn't really like it at first like That's nas right. and them i didn't all that stuff was boring to me i didn't get it yeah but i love it now um so yeah it's, it's a range i could go all day well, about who's influenced and, that, and that's what most musicians yeah be this well let me ask you this. so so when you play live and i've uh-huh. seen you play live before great energy is there somebody you kind of modeled yourself after of course who you got i love the way i love ty tribute's energy on stage okay ty tribute is a he is a he is a rabbit for real, he's a rabbit, and as a gospel artist, yeah, as a gospel artist, him, uh, Molly Music, Kurt Franklin, those those types of guys, uh, Dietrich Haddon, those types of guys, I really try to as a gospel artist. Um, also, you know, still Andre Prince, Mike, all of those guys, like mm-hmm. though their their art their artistry um, combined with their love of God, love for God is just it's a it's a it's a genuine enthusiasm and a passion. 
um, that they just exude um, like past of course the the singing and the even if you can dance like it's a it's a passion that they communicate when they're on stage that I try to emulate
You know, we're here with Devin Westbrook. Devin, if you could open for anybody, <laughs> dead or alive, who would it be? After you just listed this whole range of people. That's not fair. I know. <laughs> if I could open anybody. for anybody. And think of it from a standpoint of like, man, you get to hang with them that day, sharing the stage with them. Who would it be? That's not fair. <laughs> just one. Oh, Two. my God. Um... I tell you what, who I want to respect me the most. Um, and then we could probably, I say Prince. Okay. And I say Prince because Prince hoop, apparently. <laughs> according, like, that's what they say. Really? They say Prince hooped. So, like, and then I've never been to, I would love to go to Paisley Park. Uh-huh. Um, and just check Paisley Park out and just jam out with Prince. Like, if, if Prince allowed me to open for him, like, imagine what that says about you as an artist. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Ob- obviously, Mike and Steve and all those other guys, too. But, like, as a musician, um, Prince was, Prince was, and, and so were these other guys. Like, like, literally, no disrespect to any of these other guys. But Prince and the the fact that he can hoop. Um <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's just like I, I'm gonna put it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. He can hoop, and I love basketball, so you know I think I I leave it at that because we could we could do that. That's the best part. Yeah, is that not only is the music part. It's like we can shoot. Hoops we we can hoop too, out, man. You know? Like yeah, <laughs> I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. All right. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? I, I remember when I wrote my first song, but I don't. I threw it away. What do, what I, do it was remember? so trash. <laughs> They're always. <the> <laughs> What what do you remember? Do so you remember the time you wrote it? Yeah, it was I was. Like, oh, it was just. So I was bad. late doing it too because I didn't start writing until about college, like maybe late late high school, early college years. What's your songwriting process like? It it varies, but I it the what's most consistent is the music always comes first. Okay. I write out of the music, mm-hmm. the words, whatever I feel like the music is communicating to me. What is it trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. I mean, I try to I try to interpret the music. Um from that standpoint sometimes god will give me words um sometimes i'll be inspired by something you said mm-hmm. and i'll write it down um it, it'll come from a a, a, ver- a variety of different places movies conversations um thoughts that i might be having contemplation any it can come from anywhere but what's most consistent is the music i'll sit down and i'll just kind of jam out in my own kind of private space and something good will happen out of that and and i'll follow that rabbit mm-hmm. down the hole and um it it'll take me it could take me weeks. Yeah. Or I could have words in five seconds. Yeah. So Do you run do you run into any certain challenges sometimes in songwriting? Yeah. What are your biggest challenges? Uh as a musician, my biggest challenges are not being able to like play what I hear in my head oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Um as a songwriter, being that I'm not a a a veteran mm-hmm. um songwriter, uh I have challenges sometimes articulating what I might be feeling. Uh, but that's the fun part. It keeps it interesting. So, yeah, it's all worth it. Yeah, that's, that sounds like it's, it's the challenge, but it's part of the gift of songwriting, of yeah. wrestling out like, yeah. what am I trying to say here? Yeah, you yeah. Know, what, like, what, do, what do I mean here? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes the the biggest issue for me is that I really have a thing about control. 
Mm. Um, and as an artist, you literally can't have any control, yeah. which is the perfect metaphor for being Christian. Yeah. You, you have to relinquish that control. Um, and being an artist has really helped a lot of my Christian walk. It's a, I've learned a lot of lessons from that, but my writing process, through my writing process, through the way I go about any kind of, you know, my practice, all of these things um, kind of have helped my walk. But um, yeah, like it's it's something about it that kind of, it's like, okay, um, I can't really control what happens in this moment. I know I wanted to talk about this, but this is where it wanted yeah. to go. And you got to be cool with that. And it's not always easy, but a lot of, most times it works out. That's a good word. Again, we're here with Devin Westbrook getting ready to wrap up. Madison Line Records artist. New single out, Calling Your Name. Devin, what was this song coming out of? Calling Your Name. This song came out of um it came out of a worship. Mm-hmm. I was just playing. I was just playing my guitar. I was working at this place called SOS at the time. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard yeah. of it. Yeah, I was working there at the time and we had a we you know, we work all day, sun up, sun down kind of sundown (laughs) not not that much yeah (laughs) but i was exaggerating just a little bit um but we work all day and so kind of when you get those free times you kind of either you do what it is that you know kind of gives you energy gives you rest and i found kind of some rest in a in a one particular day just kind of sitting around and playing on my guitar kind of sometimes i don't write with a pen um i'll write out of just whatever comes out and see what naturally, what I naturally say. How am I feeling at this moment? And that's what happened with Colleen. I never actually wrote the words down. Really? Not until they needed the lyrics for CD Baby or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I never actually wrote those words down. I just, they're I, just there. Yeah. Did they change? Yeah, I added in a couple of things. I, I, I may have formatted it a little differently, but I think about eighty-five percent of it is still the same. How about that? Yeah. If I don't write down immediately. Going. Normally that's the that's the case. That's normally the case. I think what I did, I may have voice recorded it. I got you. Yeah, I got you. But that was after I had gotten it worked out. Calling your name, Devin Westbrook. Devin, we're gonna end with some rapid fire. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite junk food? Hot wings, Hot if wings. that counts. Particular place here in Memphis. Memphis. Crumpies. 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 Crumpies here in Memphis. Favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Go say dopey. Dopey. That's a good one. Climb a mountain or jump from an airplane. Jump from an airplane. What's your favorite cereal? Honeycombs, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, cocoa puffs. I mean, not cocoa puffs. Uh, cocoa pebbles. All right, all right. In the movie about your life, uh. the Devin Westbrook story. Uh, Who plays you? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be somebody we don't know yet. Um, I don't know, Michael B. Jordan. It, man, Chadwick Boseman would have been dope playing. Yeah, man. rest in peace. Yeah, he's great. He does great biopics. Yeah, he or does. biopics. I don't know how you pronounce that. I don't either. I'll take either one of those. <laughs> but Chadwick, he was my favorite. He was my favorite. He's um, great from this generation of he's actors. Great. Batman or Superman? Batman. Do you sing in the shower? No. Something you hate that everyone else loves. Caramel. Really? I hate it. In every form. With a passion. (laughs) I love it. I hate, I've never, I will, I'll tell you this. If it's wrapped up and hidden like in a Snickers bar, I'll, I'll, I'll indulge it. I'll tolerate it. (laughs) But I hate, I hate it. 
Well, I'm not a huge talker. You know, you know what? I have a better one. This okay. is gonna okay. this is gonna this is gonna all upset right, a lot right, of people. I'm already upset. This is gonna with upset this is gonna upset America. I hate coffee. Really? With a much more passion than I hate <laughs> <laughs> I hate the smell of it. Yeah. Really? I hate my I tried it. My sister my sister even gave me like an espresso when I was at U of M. She dumped a bunch of sugar yeah. and, and whatever else you gotta put in it. I was like, if I gotta do all this to like it, I'm straight. Right. It was it was gross, and then I think she may have even tried to put some caramel in. Big mistake. No, <laughs> big mistake. It's a double. I was like, that's a nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. The funny thing is, even lots of people. Okay, I don't like coffee. If you mm. bring me like straight black coffee, mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of the people that's like I can't get involved with this. Is disgusting. Yeah, I'm the person that like let's make it not taste like coffee, and I'll drink it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, most people even even if they don't like coffee. Love the smell of coffee. So you're next. Level. Don't even, don't even like Not the smell involved. of it. Done with it. I'm through. Like, you walk into Starbucks. I'm walking like, the other. I can't do it. All right. I can't do Always. it. Always. <laughs> and and what's crazy is. My girlfriend loves coffee. Oh, um, she's not like one of those. She's not like one of those like Starbucks freaks. Right. But she will go to Starbucks a good couple of times a week, mm-hmm. and like she'll want. Hey, you want to go to Starbucks? I'm like, no, no. I don't. It's a deal breaker. <laughs> I'll get a tea. You can give me a, a hot chocolate, but I'm a tea person. Okay. I'm a tea person. Yeah. Like a hot tea, cold tea. Well, I love I love sweet tea. I love yeah, sweet oh tea yeah. and lemonade. Oh yeah. But being since I've gotten more and more serious about my craft, I've Love, I've learned to appreciate um, hot um, sugarless tea yeah. with some honey and some lemon, you know what I mean, just to preserve. I'm with you. Um, so I've kind of experimented with the different types of teas. I'm, I'm, I'm kinda, I think I'm becoming a bit of a connoisseur. You're connoisseur of teas. You know, your, your chows and your green teas <laughs> and whatnot, your gingers. And, you know, in this season, you need to get you a lot of turmeric and ginger, ginger teas in your system. I didn't it, know it this. builds your immune system, yeah. All right, I'll write yeah. this. I need to be healthier. Be healthier. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Uh, Kill Bill. You're in the circus. Would you rather be the person with their head in the lion's mouth or get shot out of a cannon? I'd probably get shot out of a cannon. Everybody. Because what so if the, why would the lion like? What if the lion just changed his mind real right. quick? You know what it's I mean? A, it's a, yeah, it's a that's a problem. But I, yeah. I'm waiting. I, I just keep asking that question, waiting on just the first person to say lions. I'm, but so for far, what? It's, it's over. I don't see the point. I don't either. I'm straight. They probably like dark meat. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's Devin Westbrook. Devin, you've been great, man. I appreciate Thank you, man. you. Appreciate you. Check out his new single, "Calling Your Name." You've been listening to Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, produced by Grayson Rucker. A special thank you to our sponsor, Visible Music College, a music and worship school that trains and disciples students for the music industry and the church. You can learn more about them at visible.edu. And you can reach the show at behindthetunes at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Be sure to tune in next time as we go Behind the Tunes. <laughs>